everyone, and welcome to another episode of Simply Nerdy. This is Anthony hosting today, and I'm joined by the whole panel. Hi. Hey. <laughs> we wanted to have a discussion, somewhat belatedly, but still importantly, about the recent uh, bombshell Nintendo Direct. At least that's how we viewed it. Um, and kind of talk about some of our favorite announcements and why they're exciting to us and uh, you know what we think they mean for you know the future of, of each of their associated series or what have you. So we'll just jump right into that. The, the first one I wanted to start with is one that I'm not necessarily... <laughs> like super invested in myself but i'm still excited about when they did the cold open with pikmin 4 that's looking real dang solid and i've i've been kind of casually interested in pikmin in the past um i played a little bit of pikmin 3 and there was a lot that i did enjoy my my problem my hang-up was simply just my own ocd i was like i have to i, I can't go on to the next level until i've perfected the one that i've been playing we we, we have to min max optimize everything <laughs> but i i just think it's a it's a fun viewpoint and uh, it seems like they are going to be able to create a lot more like unique and interesting set pieces because of you know the the central concept sure. absolutely i haven't heretofore yeah. been a player of pikmin and i have been kind of interested in seeing if i should give it another try and if i'd enjoy it because i have to admit the last time i played it was when it was the version it might have been the first one it was on the GameCube. It was Pikmin, the very original Pikmin. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it got to that level where it was dark, and I was, all my Pikmin were dying, and it made me sad, and I gave up. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I think I'm now grown enough to maybe be able to play it differently. I was playing it very cautiously and casually, yeah. So maybe I should give it another try. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed my time with Pikmin 3, so I'm really excited to see... All these changes, all the things that they were talking about in the last time. Well, not last time. I guess the only time that they revealed Pikmin 4 in the last Direct uh, to see it actually, you know, in action. And it was really nice. And I'm really excited about the changes they made. And it looks great. I'm excited. That's one that I'm very curious about. Uh, you know, each new entry looks more intriguing than the last. And this one it probably takes the cake in that regard. So I'm, I consider me very intrigued. So then moving on, the, the next big one that I recall, I don't know if it was immediately after, but it was the one that stood out to me was uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 DLC. Oh, um, that's for you, Ant. That was for yeah. you. They they gave some details about Wave 3, and some of them looked like they're, they, they could be pretty fun. Um, you know, just new modes to try. Uh, they were saying something about some, like, uh, you know, a new challenge mode that had like roguelite elements to it, um, which sounds intriguing. Is that um, the mode where like you only have one character as well? Yeah, like, you start, or at least you start with one character. It sounded like they were saying something about unlocking more characters as you go mm. if you do do well. I, I, I need Dang. to probably go back and watch it again, but you know. Sounds so, difficult. Uh, yeah, and and it you know sounds like some fun reasons to come back on top of also having the the new hero character and the new story, but I have to say the the thing that took the cake was that story trailer for the DLC for Wave Four. Um, I can't say too much because there's people on this <laughs> chat that who haven't finished. The I game. also didn't watch the trailer. Isn't <laughs> or that played it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's That's a smart. chance that you would have had some. So it's it um, probably. Probably not too much for the the main story of I don't know 
Maybe there's enough. But even that might be too much to say, David. Huh? <laughs> Watch it, Dave. Watch it. You're you making me paranoid. <laughs> I'll just say uh, the the direction they're taking it. At first, I was kind of nervous about the potential story they could they could tell, and now it just looks like it's going to be absolutely nuts. Uh, you know, like a, oh, this man. this crazy convergence of all the stories that we've been told so far throughout the series in a way that looks absolutely fantastic. I am, I could not be more excited. I have so many questions because the, the little bits they showed, I was like, what, how, how is that possible? When does it anyway? So, <laughs> so, so Anthony was know, grinning from ear to ear. That's what he's saying. Yeah, look, I, 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 more I was screaming from oh, ear screaming to ear. from ear to ear. Novel got wide, but for a different reason. <laughs> Just uh, ever since I finished the game, I've been looking forward to. I, I mean, I I still want to go back and like basically 100 percent it at some point, but taking a, a short break and just looking forward to having an excuse to going back to it. Uh, so I think the next big thing for me uh, was the announcement of the addition of the Game Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. Or Hallelujah! <laughs> yeah, to, to Nintendo Switch Online. I, I never did own a Game Boy myself, so I'm not as, as invested in that, but GBA, that was my jam. Oh, man, oh, we man. jammed on that thing for hours. Oh, man. It However, was... I, am, I am pretty upset that they don't have Metroid Fusion out of the box like yeah how do they miss that ball i know it's, it's coming the, it, i know it's, it's coming list, though. It's yeah on it's the on the list but and yeah. you know now that now <laughs> that they're adding game boy advance uh i think uh I th it was probably arlo who made this point like the switch is just about to become the definitive way to play basically every entry in the series it's true yeah, it's i hope so Suddenly a Metroid machine, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm not complaining. Nope. <laughs> uh, I have to admit, probably the thing I was most excited to see was Manish Cap. I was like, yes, that's such a good game. That, that is true. Excellent game. <laughs> they kind of trolled us a little bit. They were like, they announced Game Boy first and like, is that going to be it? It's just going to be Game Boy? And then, okay, some Game Boy Color. Okay. Oh, 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 yeah, right. Now here's some Game Boy Advance, too. <laughs> no, they knew exactly what they were doing, and they did a good job. I, I actually really enjoy it when Nintendo trolls us, because they... I, I... Yeah, when they... The way I'd put it is, when they decide to be generous, they know exactly how to present it. Yes. <laughs> That's smart. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Taking those statements about uh, Metroid, you know, a Metroid machine, let's go over to that major drop with Metroid Prime Remastered. So, yeah, basically, Nintendo just casually decides to to drop not only that this is actually a real thing, because we've heard this rumored for long months, time. years, years, and maybe, maybe years. Yeah. For a long, long time, uh, I, I remember keep on keeping on hearing the rumor that it's it's all done, sitting on the shelf, ready for when they want to release it. So, never a, a single official word from Nintendo until suddenly they just shadow drop it right in front of us Ridiculous. for a same day release. Like I think I think they told us on that too. <laughs> oh man! But it was the best kind of trolling. It was. It was so good. My my heavens! Like uh, I know Nintendo 
lately, the, the way I like to put it is they're fond of shadow dropping announcements, but not necessarily games. And this, so this was a kind of a big deal. I mean, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll go very, a very short amount of time between announcement to release for, for a lot of games, but it's, it's never a man, matter of seconds. Yeah. <laughs> right. In the past, if they do shadow drop games, it's usually an indie game that exactly. might, be, might be good, but we've probably never heard of. And they're like, this will be available later today, you know? And right. it's like, it might be fun, but I don't know. Anything. But in this case, it's one of their first party games and <laughs> they rarely do that. They like, they and, like to market their first party games for sure. Yes, they, yes, they do. Yeah, um, with, with this okay. game though like it seems to have not mattered like it, it seems that it's better for metroid prime to have been released this way you know like I agree just with out, you. out of nowhere and the hype has exploded yep I, and i've seen plenty of like everyone talk about it and, i bought yeah. it because of the hype <laughs> <laughs> so it worked for me uh but yeah I, I think we've talked about it in our chat feed but uh this game seems like it's a lot more than just a remastered yeah like they put a lot of work into this thing this is not just an hd upscaling no it's i mean it it's one of the best looking games on the switch absolutely Uh, if not the best right now it's it's spectacular i i look at it and i'm like am i not playing on a a, you know a quote-unquote next-gen system right now because it kind of feels like i am and the thing that's crazy to me is that not only does it look that good, uh, but it runs at, from what I can tell, a perfect 60 FPS locked all yep. the time. It sure does. Perfect. And it's, I'm just mm-hmm. like, how did they do both of those things? It's, Most games on the Switch, when they when they have to pick one, there's there's a sign of the other kind of struggling a bit. But in this game, it just nailed both of them. Yep. And 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 everything looks incredible. There's new uh, I mean there's new assets, there's uh, there's new textures, new controls. Uh, new I mean controls, that doesn't have anything to do with dual it. Stick. Well, th- I love that though. I'm not one of those people that that you know spends a lot of time on ooh, you know, these are some some, you know, gorgeous looking graphics, but in this game I'm like, dang. I don't know how they did it, but this is really darn impressive. Well, it was pretty darn impressive when it came out on GameCube all those years ago. It's probably the best looking GameCube game. And uh, they did it here again. I actually haven't bought it yet. That's because I, <laughs> Wait I a second. <laughs> I, I've considered myself, I think I'm probably the biggest Metroid fan in this group. Like what? I don't Wait. know. I, I've just loved the series forever. And uh, so, yeah, it's a shocker. I'm not the only, I'm the only one that hasn't had it, but that's because I'm waiting. I want to get the physical copy. He's being patient. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to be patient. Unlike, unlike Stephen and I. Nope. <laughs> that was an instant purchase for me. <laughs> I am just ab- absolutely flabbergasted uh, with how well they, they did on this. They, they brought their A game to it. And I think it's, I think it's going to be very healthy for the Metroid franchise because it's, you know, it's a, it's a struggling franchise for reasons I can't fathom. I, I don't understand. I'm, but you know, that's, that's me. <laughs> I'm a super no, fan. absolutely. No, no, but, seriously. This is the best thing that they could have done for Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, because they, they release it in a way that is crazy hype. They managed to make it 
basically as much of a masterpiece as the original was yes. and they priced it at $40. That was nuts. Whoa. That was crazy. That was a Nintendo thing to do. And Absolutely. I'm just looking here being like, you know, oh man, guys. Just <laughs> Way just to go. Compare this with other remasters they've done. The most recent one, probably Skyward Sword, which I bought and it was fine. It was it had some good quality of life improvements and stuff. But like that was a full price game, and look at the difference between these two games. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Like, I'm playing Skyward Sword, and I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they remastered the the resolution or something. I feel like I could just be playing it on the on the Wii, you know, <laughs> with mm-hmm. the, the how little the difference is, you know. The last thing I wanted to plug there was just I, it makes me hopeful that the that the other games in the series are going to get the same treatment. Um, That's what I was going to say. I I think that this is the the perfect. The, the perfect opportunity for them to reignite the hype for Metroid, you know, specifically Metroid Prime, because if they if they use this as a, basically a super powered marketing campaign for the Metroid Prime, you know, well, quadrilogy now, I guess. Woo, that's right. <laughs> then, you know, releasing each one like they did with Metroid Prime Remastered and using yes. those, that, those same improvements, yes. I would buy every single one of them. Same. I would play every single one of them and i would be a thousand percent more hyped for metroid prime 4 and and i i really hope they do it do you think they're gonna do it that is my next question and do you think I, that each of them will be priced at 40 dollars like this one was because i think it would be way <laughs> smart if they did. i think it should be I, I think that they would they would be wise to do that again and i would be very surprised if they don't at least remaster the rest of the games because what better way, like I said, to prepare for Metroid Prime 4 than to remind everyone why the first three games were so good. Okay, so a lot of the announcements that came after this were, you know, ones maybe I'll just give some honorable mentions to because these, uh, I mean, there was a lot in between. Um, oh, yes. But some, some, uh, so one standout I remember seeing that was, uh, that seemed like a big deal uh, is a new Professor Layton game. I, I understand that that was a major deal for, you know, a lot of people. I actually haven't played any of those games, but I, I have to admit that I've been curious for a long time. And so it, it kind of makes me wonder if I'll, Look into uh, look into it. I mean, I guess uh, you know if my if backlog willing. I was gonna say, <laughs> what about your backlog, Ed? <laughs> yeah, but it, no, that looks exciting. And I want to interject about that. That's it's not a series I've played either, but it's still one that has like cult classic or something like that. You know, I've seen plenty of people talking about it. Like, I wish this series wasn't dead. You know, like. Mm. They were so wonderful. I, I'm, you know, and here it is. Here's a surprise that it, the series isn't dead, and uh, a new game's coming sometime in the near future. So yeah, that one called mm-hmm. Ghost Trick was another one that apparently is a big deal and that seems pretty interesting. I actually played that one a little bit. I don't know when or or why, <laughs> but it is. It was a, a very interesting concept where you're basically dead, right? Your character's dead, and you are this ghost, and you have to like try and solve a murder. As a ghost, uh, it was it was a very unique concept that I thought that sounds was interesting. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool, but I I don't think I ever finished it because I don't know that I owned it. But and then jumping to another one that really stuck out to me <clears throat> was Botan Kaitos One and Two. I have a lot of regrets about the you know the original game. I I I bought it back in two thousand four and 
I was quite a bit younger at the time. Well, I mean, that's a given. Uh, I, I let's just say <laughs> I didn't I didn't give it as much time as I should have because when I realized that it was kind of a deck building game, uh, I struggled to 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 connect with it. But ever since then, I've been hearing a lot of people say that it's it's uh, you know got some incredible world building, really good story. The gameplay just gets you know better and better and. Uh, so when they when they and, and I, I just remember thinking recently, you know, I, I kind of wish I could go back and play that game now. Here, here is my opportunity, and so yeah, that's another one I'm gonna have to put in put on my list somewhere. One thing I can say that I know about Baton Kaitos, sorry, forgive me, is that they have a beautiful song in there called I don't know Gentle Wind or something. It is such a good song. I love it so much. So that song. Is, makes the whole game worth it but apparently the game is good so that's also awesome <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say that lisa has a unique power to like music from games she hasn't played so. <laughs> yep. it's, it's i don't understand why it's such a unique power but yeah were there any other standouts for you guys before we get to the the last big great announcement i guess you should talk about splatoon a little bit Take Even it, though there's not Steve. much to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, they did have that Splatoon DLC announcement. I am confused by it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Anthony was asking me if I was excited for it, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> am I? I said, from what I Go think ahead. I heard, it seems like what they've added is a recreation of Splatoon 1's hub. That's what yeah. it looks like to me, and that's when I say... I don't think that's worth my You're money. Like I didn't, didn't, don't no. think I asked for that. <laughs> I never did. I I do want to be able to play the first uh, first game's story campaign on the Switch. That, that would be Sp nice. That, that yeah. would be worth my money. Like, hey, look, not only did we add the hub, but we also added the single player campaign from the first game that you can now play. Because you know a lot of people missed out on that because Wii U. Yeah, the Wii U was the Wii U. <laughs> but it, it would give a lot of new, like David was saying earlier, like the Switch has a huge install base. It makes sense to give people the opportunity to play the first story campaign, and it'd be awesome. But uh, it doesn't look like they did that, and it's weird. And then also Splatoon 2's hub, like Splatoon 2 is still on the Switch. You can, you can get Splatoon 2 and play it on the same console what's going on but the i have to say the second wave looks interesting and new the second wave looks like it's going to be interesting but the first wave i don't know anyway yeah. that's all i have to say on the splatoon dlc i just thought it was weird and odd yeah i mean i i guess i kind of took it in stride a little bit because they've always made their announcements for splatoon kind of odd on purpose yes <laughs> so, i mean the, the the announcement of uh the splatoon one hub being the first wave that that's just weird to me yes <laughs> but side order i was like huh that, that's suitably weird i have no idea what it's about but i guess it kind of looks like uh it's got some interesting set pieces and uh, kind of raises some questions that i suppose is what they were going for okay well any other standouts from uh from you david or lisa before we go to end with the big one well, I'll do some brief mentions, uh, nothing we need to talk too much about, but there were quite a few games that uh, like had same-day demo releases. It was pretty cool, like the new or the Kirby remake deluxe version that got a demo, Octopath Traveler 2 got a demo, also, well, sea, yeah. also sea of Stars is an RPG that I've been, I said in my like anticipated video. Yeah, I remember one. you talking about that one. 
it got a demo and it just looks beautiful. It's like some of the most amazing pixel art I've ever seen. August release date. I, I do have to say, um, my impression of that game this whole time, I'm still trying to figure out where it fits in my backlog, but it looks like a, control, a Chrono Trigger fan's dream come true. So, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, no, no, Steven, it's crying. You're supposed to cry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there. I mean, it was one of those trailers where they just raised so many questions, but in all the right ways, you know, like all of the different things they showed of things that you can do in the game, the, uh, you know, the, the story bits that we were able to see, um, it, it just, I don't know how else to describe it because there's too much there to, to, to get into every detail in the time we have right now, but it looks to me like the amount of effort and care they're bringing to re- fleshing out this new version of Hyrule. I mean, Mm-hmm. This altered version, shall we say, you know, of having the sky and then clearly some uh, some new, you know, some changes on, on the ground. Like uh, in one of the shots, it shows um, like, uh, you know, some sort of bird shape in, in like a crop field, kind of like Nazca ruins kind of thing going on there. And uh, so it looks like they're they're making a lot of changes, not only just to the sky, but also you know to the the world we already explored in Breath of the Wild, and that has me very excited because, you know, one of my one of the things I've been nervous about is half the magic for Breath of the Wild for me was the discovery of new areas, and so I was like, if we're just doing the same world, that I'm worried that that it won't feel the same, it won't have that mm-hmm. same magic. But it looks like that they're gonna do a really good job of providing it anyway all the stuff they're putting into this game it looks like they're trying to make this game as much of a revelation as breath of the wild itself was six years ago yeah even if it's just as good as breath of the wild that's a huge victory right there (laughs) it looks like it looks like it's going to at least accomplish that to be honest i would be happy if it at least doesn't suffer from sequelitis what I want to say about this trailer, it's to, for me personally, it was the most exciting trailer uh, that they've shown since the original reveal. Mm-hmm. The original reveal was just blew me away. Like I loved the creepy atmosphere and the, the hints that there's going to be this almost like this darker story. It made me feel Majora's Mask vibes, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that original trailer. I was super hyped mm-hmm. but as the years have passed and it's, it's, I believe it's actually the longest between Zelda games, the longest between mainline Zelda releases that ever, <laughs> even though it was supposed to be a direct sequel. That's why I say no. Anthony was right. You got to <laughs> It wasn't fast. <laughs> it's a game. Come you, know, on. you know what though? I think one of the reasons why it feels fast for some of us is because Breath of the Wild had so much sustain. Like there's people that are oh, still absolutely. playing it and still making Breath of the Wild content that I enjoy. <laughs> so yep. uh, I was curious. I wanted to ask David something about the trailer. So I'd say that you're probably the most spoiler sensitive of of the four of us. And so I'm curious because I, I do remember all, Arlo was, was saying, oh, I wish they actually had not shown quite as much as they did. So did you feel like you liked the amount they showed or were you, are you also kind of like, well, I wish that they showed slightly less. I actually liked it. I'm, I'm kind of on this balance right now where 
I still feel like they're being pretty vague. This trailer wasn't quite as hyped for me as the original reveal is what I was going to say, but it's, it was better than everything they've shown since then, <laughs> since the original reveal. But we heard and, Ganon's and voice in this one. Are you sure? Yeah, or, or some, I mean, was it, was it not Ganon? Oh, I, mean, I swear know. it was Ganon. Like, we don't, I'm not yeah. convinced it is. I'm not convinced. You know who it sounds like to me? It, sounds like, it sounds like the King of Hyrule. I thought the same thing. Uh, really? Is it like an evil king of Hyrule? Did he get it sounds like the same guy. It's I I I'm glad that you said that, David, because I thought the same thing. Yeah. Did he like get corrupted or something? And so it's his voice and something crazy's going on. I don't uh, know. I'm gonna That's have to watch this trailer like again. It doesn't. <laughs> I think it was those two things that it sounded familiar to me. Like, oh, is, is that the king of Hyrule's voice? I hope and... they didn't use the same voice actor, and it really is Ganon. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't. It didn't sound. <laughs> the way I would imagine Ganon sounding. So that made me like, no. Yeah, I agree. It, it sounded, it didn't sound well, sinister enough to be Ganondorf to me, but I could be wrong. It could be totally wrong. Yeah. It was, it was good, but yeah, I agree with you. It didn't like have the, the amount of sinister sound to it that I would have expected from a, a Ganon voice. So I don't know. It's not going to happen, but I'm still hoping that, there's a different antagonist. <laughs> I <hope laughs> Please. I think, I think Ganondorf is going to be involved because they've kind of I almost know. made that uh, an expected part of the story ever <laughs> since Skyward Sword kind of, you know, turned it into canon. But uh, yes. but I, I do agree. Some of my favorite Zelda games are the ones that decide to do something at least a little bit different before they introduce again. Yeah, so, you know, I, I couldn't be more excited for that game. I, I'm excited for how soon we're going to get it, and uh, it just it looks like just as much magic as Breath of the Wild itself did, so I'm I'm stoked. Is that one of the things I'm maybe most excited about is to see how all the, like, glitch players and super skilled players of Breath of the Wild, like what they do with Tears of the Kingdom. I hope they all come no over. Kidding. I hope they do all the weird stuff like ragdolling over walls and having a skew <laughs> so that they can clip through something. Like, yes. All right. So those are our thoughts for the Direct. There was a, a lot of things we were really excited about. And I have to say, this is probably one of the strongest Directs that, that I feel like I've seen since basically E3 2017. Agreed. So, yeah, I agree with I, that. I, I, I thought it was very strong. There's a lot of things I'm super excited about. And so we just wanted to talk about that. And we've got a lot of things to look forward to this year. Yeah, let's hear everyone's letter grades for the direct. A plus. S plus. I will give it A plus. I will give it a kiss. <laughs> I, I will go with David and I'll give it an A plus. So let us know in, in the comments what you guys thought um, and what you're most excited about and if you enjoyed it as much as we did. That's it for now. So until next time, keep, keep it, it nerdy. nerdy.